who will buy this boy? Um, you know, selling boys. Um, I, d- I did the wrong lyric. Who will buy is the other song. I don't sing that one. You can tell how long the rehearsals have been. Hello and welcome to Tea with the Morale Queen with me, Millie Armstrong Clark. This episode, I talked to my old boss and falconer, Ryan Stocks. He's here to tell us a bit about how he's been coping in lockdown with having three children to teach at home. He's uh, not been working. He has been doing a bit of animal couriery. Couriery? He's not been currying them. Curry, cur- you know where you try- where you drive them about, basically. I can't say it. But um, yeah, usually he's a falconer, and I used to work with him um, with birds of prey. It was really fun. Uh, quite a few years ago now. But um, yeah, he's um, he's doing really well, and he's got a few funny stories. So make sure you stay tuned and listen to the rest of the poddy. Welcome to the show, Ryan Stocks. Oh, thanks for having me. No problem. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm uh, relaxing on my sofa. And, uh, you know, as you told me, I've got a cup of tea. Oh, nice. It's very important, isn't it? Nice what, one. I'm reach, have a sip now. What, what have you got? Well, it's green tea. I knew that's me that, so mm. I bought the label. Cause yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a Twinings boost. I mean, I don't get any money from Twinings, by the way. Um <laughs> Mandarin apple and green tea with guarana, whatever that oh. is, and also vitamin B6, which apparently contributes to normal energy yielding metabolism. Oh, nice. Energised to get yeah. you through the, the podcast. The thing about um, green tea is that you don't have milk, so ah. it stays hot for about an hour. Um, yeah. This one. Oh, that's about right now. That's okay. You're <laughs> slurping all the way through this. Um, so yeah, I just drink loads of green tea really and herbal stuff and almost never the stuff with milk anymore. Oh really? I used to drink that all the time, yeah. If you'd, you know, asked me 10 years ago, uh, would you think you'll ever be drinking herbal teas and eating nuts? I would have said, get out of here, <laughs> not a chance. I mean, I still hate peanuts. Do you? They, 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 they make me feel Even sick. Even salted peanuts? Oh, Stephen, the thought <laughs> of it. <laughs> What's your favourite nut? Almond, probably. Yeah, that's all I don't right. mind a hazelnut, quite yeah. uh, partial to cashew. <laughs> I mean, I don't sort of eat handfuls of nuts, but I'll eat them with things now, you know, on things. I know um, what you mean, because with, um, with a green tea, you couldn't really have a digestive, could you? No. No, so you've got, you got to improvise with the nuts. Maybe well, exactly. some, some dried apricots or something. Yeah, that works. <laughs> you make me sound really healthy. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm eating nuts and... Uh... <laughs> My yeah. green tea. They're about the only healthy parts of me that exist. Have you, have you been snacking a lot on lockdown? Because I have. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people have. Yeah. There are one or two snooty people on Facebook and such going, look at me, I just ran a marathon. Like, yeah. wow, shut up. <laughs> but no, I'm uh, I'm trying to be healthy now. I really am. Pass the cake! No, I really am. Um, because my, my weight goes up and down anyway, so lockdown was pretty much going to be bad. And I remember thinking, like, I'm not out doing what I do all day, sort of on my feet as much, etc. Um, I don't need as much energy. And yet there's baking everywhere. People are bringing oh, biscuits yeah. round. And it's yeah. just, and Easter. you know, what else are you going to do? So, yeah, Easter yeah. came and went. And, oh, there's so much chocolate. Oh, I was embarrassed but, how much chocolate I was taking to the checkout in Lidl because I was like, I just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Apparently the chocolate sales have gone up quite uh, a large percentage. Have they? I heard. Oh, yes, I'm not surprised. Other indulgent foods. Yeah. Why not? It's some people look at lockdown as almost like a little holiday. Others are yeah. thinking almost as if it's uh, 
you know, you're going to ration and, and store food away. And yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, I know, there's it's different types one. of people, isn't there? What, how have you found it? I found it okay, you know. I mean, I've been out and about doing stuff and uh, the kids have actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, good, because um, to explain for the listeners, you're a falconer. That's right, yes. And you say that quickly, it sounds like something else, but you say it nice and slow. <laughs> um, I should explain, yes, I'm a falconer. So I, but when I was in America a few years ago, <clears throat> brother-in-law's wedding, Texas, I was in the queue for the buffet, uh, barbecue buffet type thing at the wedding. That sounds very and Texan. It is, really. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you're in the queue. And there's some other Americans there, and this gentleman said to me, you know, so... What do you do for a living? Not quite like that, but in that guy's. And uh, I sort of said to him, well, I'm a falconer, so I train and fly birds of prey. And he was like, that's the best answer to that question I've ever had. So then before, by the time I got to the beans, I had about six people around me going, so what birds have you got? And how do you get into that then? And all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> so, you know, but yeah, so I, I have my own little business and I do, yeah, school visits and displays and flying shows and stuff like that and uh, yeah it's a full-time thing i love it it's great um hard work but it's great fun and all yeah. that stopped during lockdown so yeah. uh yeah every day i've just been going and feeding the birds doing the cleaning flying yeah. them and all that kind of stuff you've been doing a bit of transport haven't you yeah I, I managed to fill a bit of time in and make a little bit of extra money by doing some animal courier work so i've just completed about eight weekends of it and I've been up and down the country in Wales and Scotland and everywhere. And I've delivered loads of different birds of prey, a few reptiles, a cat, um, yeah. a ferret. Um, ferrets, no problem with ferrets at all. But I was just going through the paperwork the other day because I have to keep a detailed record of everything I've transported. And there was one of the bits of paper which for some reason smelt horrible. And it was the <laughs> one that is listed was the, the week and I had a ferret. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Um, oh, the day I, I like, love oh, them. Oh, I washed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have them. We had them in yeah. like a big shed outside and running around the garden and things. But they're yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're really fun to have, but they're just yeah, really stink. They do. Um, so that that was good. Um, had a few strange requests. I had a guy call me up and say, "Could I get a goat in the back of the van?" <laughs> <laughs> Not what, really. What for? What reason? Had somebody bought it off him? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming so. <laughs> well, I hope so. Either way, it's just basic theft, isn't it? So. Yeah. Oh gosh. <clears throat> yeah. By me, so and so it's just people that have bought animals, but quite far away. The and, buying and selling of animals yeah. seems to be quite a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if anything, the lockdown sort of encouraged people to either want to get themselves a pet, perhaps, or just they couldn't transport them themselves or whatever. Mm. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so grateful I've got my pets because it's just because obviously we don't have any kids, so it's just it just makes the place feel like a home. I feel. Yeah. When you've got animals about. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. I've got three animals at home. Children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my first guest on to have children. Um, oh. How we've been coping um, with doing the schoolwork and everything. Oh, it's been absolutely fine. I've got plenty of Valium in the cupboard. No, I... Uh, no, th- to be fair, we're very lucky. I mean, they they quite enjoy getting on with the work. Um, yeah. We have enough electronic devices for them to do the schoolwork that's set on there by the teachers on various sort of apps and stuff. We get the worksheets. They do crack on. They're doing some now, actually. Yeah, they're over there. I've got them sat looking very uh, happy, just 
writing away, doing their sums. <laughs> you know, they can't get out of the ties I've put around them. They're not getting out of that rope. Not a chance. <laughs> Are so, they in uh, the same room as you right now? Uh, no, they can, I can see them, though. Oh, right. They're looking say, at me. They're they've, they've noticed I'm talking about them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're not having any lunch till you finish them sums. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so, because um, your wife's a primary school teacher, isn't she? So I was thinking, Ryan's got it easy, putting his feet up. It helps uh, a little bit, yeah. but only like on the structure of stuff because she's actually teaching herself uh, at the minute, and and so she still has to go to school, and she's also got to do a lot of planning at home as well for her own kids to do online stuff. So it's not oh, like yeah. she can just become the full time teacher as such, but it yeah. does help though. It does help with certain things like when I say I can't remember how to divide and stuff like that so she'll teach me something and then I can teach the kids later you know sort of like revision from year six things yeah I'll bet there's there's so much that I probably wouldn't be able to remember no I've I've probably learned a lot of stuff and relearned quite a lot of stuff but I think I think it's not just about you know the schoolwork it's about having other experiences baking and taking them on bike rides and stuff um I've been watching a few classic movies with them. If they get the work done and they've had some play outside, we'll then sit and watch a film together, you know. So I've introduced them to a few classics that, oh, you know. Good. Which ones? part of their education. Um, so with The Wizard of Oz. Mm, yeah. Uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good ones. Project. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Do you know, I You're find... kidding now, yeah? Wizard <laughs> of Oz was scary enough. I was just going to say Wizard of Oz, that bit with the flying monkeys terrifies me. Well, yeah. When she's yeah. sending them out that window, it's awful. Yeah. It is, it is, yeah, it's quite a scary film yeah. itself, but did, so that's been good. Did and, they uh, like it? Yeah, oh yeah, they loved it. Yeah, yeah. it's quite oh, good absolutely. to have a bit of a scare, isn't it? Sometimes. I think so every now and then. <laughs> that's something I do with the kids now and then. You know, I'll just suddenly jump out on them, <laughs> yeah. like dads do. <laughs> you get a scream, and they're like, "Dad, that was horrible." Yeah, and you can get me back if you want, and I will scream like a girl if they get me back. So <laughs> it is weird how, like the, I remember being a kid and we had like. I don't know, Halloween masks and like play things about. And I used to love it when my parents scared me. <laughs> which, <laughs> which sounds weird now. But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's a bit. I don't know. I think, that, I think that's what I would expect from yourself, really, to be fair. <laughs> because you should tell your lovely listener that actually we used to work together. Yeah. Which is how I know you. We did, yeah. That is yeah. how we met. Um, well, about... you used to work for me for a pittance. <laughs> Was it about <laughs> um, 10 years ago? It nearly is, you know. It was twelve. What was it? Twenty eleven. No. You started. Oh yeah, nine years ago. About nine years ago. Yeah. So that is amazing in a way that that, that time's gone by. But yeah, you used to come and help me, and oh, we had some good laughs. Yeah. We did. I oh, remember yeah. a few sort of Millie-isms, as it were. <laughs> uh, I remember because um, no one else is like you, really. Let's be honest. You're quite a unique person. <laughs> yeah. And I remember we were going to an event somewhere, and we're driving down the A1, and we're overtaking a lorry, and you just kind of said. Oh, wow, they must uh, sell a lot of diaries with a truck that big. And I looked at the back and it actually said, Pain Aries. You just misread it. And uh, I thought that was quite a funny moment, you know. Oh, I do stuff like that all the time. In, you know, July or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know. (laughs) We need that shipment of diaries. We're running out. Oh, no, I'm a bit slow. There was one time when I saw some lads... I think you just popped to the toilet or something and I saw some lads bury a carrot and then you came back and I was like, I've just seen some little lads come over and bury a carrot. Oh, yeah. Do you think this time next year when we come um, there'll be a carrot tree growing? (laughs) (laughs) 
And the thing is, you were being serious. Yeah. There was a couple of seconds where I was like, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh no, actually, you mean that for real. <laughs> I'm a bit slow sometimes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm a bit away with the fairies. But well, yes. That's, that's, that's... where the morale comes from. Exactly. That's all course. I'm good at. Well, you know, don't put yourself down. Yeah. You need a good cup of tea and, you know. Sure yeah, that's you my can two do a things. Few other things but, morale yeah. and tea. Yeah. But uh, no, you remind me of a, a little bit there of my uh, middle child, Finley. He's, uh, uh-huh. He spends 90% of the day away with the fairies. Ah. Yeah, which is fine, <laughs> just in his own imaginative world. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to be. I think it is, yeah. Because you were an only child, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Um, well, I, I'm not an only child, but. Still am. I'm like, yeah, I'm li- I was like an only child because my brother and sister are so much older. I was brought yeah. up on my own. So I've always found things to just amuse myself. So, yeah, it's quite yeah. normal for me talking to myself. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I have actually really enjoyed the kids being... Um, oh. The time I've had with them has been fantastic. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll look back at this and say, you know what? Yeah, it was wonderful to have loads of time with them when I wasn't at work lots and stuff like that, you know. And oh, yeah. They, they can be quite demanding sometimes. I mean, a lot of what I'm getting at the minute is, Daddy, I'm just busy, hold on a sec. Daddy, yeah, just hold on. Daddy, 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 what? I love you. <laughs> oh, I can't really be mad about that. That's really nice, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what? Because what age are they? So I've got Benjamin three, Finley six, and Madeline's nearly nine. Ah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So quite little range. Quite a full house, yeah. But yeah, they yeah. are good kids, aren't they? I saw um, you put a really nice photo on Facebook of um, was Madeline reading to the boys. Yeah. That's yeah, really I went, nice. When I saw her, she was there with the book up and reading the story to them, and they were there intently listening, which is nice. Oh. They've they... been getting on much better during this lockdown than they do normally in a school holiday. Yeah. You know, especially like the six-week six summer holiday, normally towards the end of that, you're thinking, oh, I can't wait to get back to school because they've had enough of each other now. Yeah. You know, we've had the odd moment, but on the, we've been really good. Oh, that's good. Oh, nice one. Have you, um, when do you know when you might be back at work then? I'm hoping in the next few weeks. Yeah. As uh, lockdown starts to ease, and luckily I do things that are outside because I know there's a bit of... A little bit of controversy about when we should reopen stuff, etc. But I think most people agree that outside is generally a much safer yeah. environment when it oh, comes yeah, to the definitely. virus. So we, we should be good to start in two or three weeks, hopefully. Um, oh, that's good. So yeah, yeah, it's been okay. It's been, it's going to be absolutely fine. Will that be I'm in the sure. museum gardens again? If anybody wants yes, to pop so by. Yes. So one of the main things that I do is a seven-day-a-week, weather permitting, display in the museum gardens in York, which is great because it's a lovely place to to be and to work. You know, sometimes you get people on a sunny day, people who work in offices and such in town, come into the gardens and sit with a lunch or read a book or whatever because they think, what a nice place to be on my yeah. lunch break. And I think, wow, I get to be out here all day long. Which is lovely. Oh, yeah. Get that fresh air and everything. Lots of lovely people that work and also um, customers, etc., who are really interested in the animals and stuff. And then we fly the birds there and things. So if you ever walk through, you can often find me flying a hawk or an owl or something like that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's nice, isn't it? Especially on a nice sunny day. It's just ideal setting. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a great place to, to work. And so that's got... the main thing we're getting back to. And then other flying shows and other events will... Maybe start trickling in for the autumn. I think all the summer ones have gone this year, but yeah, never that's a shame. mind. Yeah, yeah, never mind. What um, what sort of birds have you got at the minute? Have you got any new ones? I've got fifteen altogether. Wow. I've got a selection of owls. I've got the great grey owl who's flying to my hand at the minute. She's fantastic. I've got 
some of the birds I've had since they were babies and they're approaching sort of 10 now and such. Oh. And, um, oh, I've got some, nice. some of the raptors, you know, like the hawks that fly together. I've got some falcons. That for, for people who don't understand falcons, fly a falcon, you swing a lure, which it flies to. And falcons are incredibly fast birds. So traditionally, you would only really fly one falcon to a lure. But I've actually got a pair of falcons which have been trained previously to fly together and it's something i'll be doing probably later this week i'm just training them at the minute individually but i'll have a go together and then my other falcon i've had for a few years he's getting on really well with them so i'm thinking of flying all three together which would be amazing oh wow yeah absolutely insane but <laughs> really that, amazing. do other people do that as well very few ah. very few i know a few people who are flying two together there's a, there's a a few people dotted around the country who will fly two together in a display, but I haven't found anyone who's flying three together. So it'll be quite a unique thing to promote and to master, as yeah. it were. Oh, yeah. well, that'll be good. Because yeah. a few people fly Harris Hawks together, don't they? Yeah, and they naturally fly together in the wild anyway, and I've flown three together before. We just have two that fly together now in shows, but that's still really yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. It's great as an audience member because you don't know where the bird's coming from. You know, watching one coming towards you and then suddenly another one swoops up your head from another angle and it's quite a oh, thrilling yeah. moment, you know. That's, yeah. that's what we try and do. It is really good. When, yeah, I love seeing people's faces that have never seen um, anything like that before. It's, yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Oh, that'll be good to get back to. What else are you looking forward to doing, Pat? Um, in the real world well i suppose the other thing i do the hobby that i have um which drifts a little bit into some professional stuff but it's mainly a hobby which is kind of music and drama and such you know yeah. i don't mind partial to a musical now and then i was yeah. meant to be playing mr bumble who will buy this boy <laughs> um you know selling boys um ah. <laughs> I, d I did the wrong lyric who will buy is the other song i don't sing that one you can tell how long the rehearsals have been yeah. who will buy this wonderful morning i was meant to sing the uh, one boy boy for sale that's what i meant um, he's terrifying Bumble. yeah he me. what's funny is that um when we were doing rehearsals back in February and, and such, before we had to then postpone it till next April. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'll just put it on hold for you. You know, mm -hmm. when we did the photo shoot, I had to stuff pillows down my top to make <laughs> myself look a bit bigger. He's meant to be a big guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, after this lockdown thing, I don't think we need a pillow anymore. <laughs> That's one benefit then. Uh, no, yeah. it's fine. I'm losing it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I put on a bit, but I am, I am uh, slimming down now. Yeah. Give me till August. I'll be back to normal again. It's fine. <laughs> That'll, that'll be really good. I love the Oliver. Adams Family musical. Oh, Oliver's oh, yeah. great, yeah. yeah. And the Adams Family produ um, producing that for uh, Harrogate Society, the Phoenix Players, which will be put on um, if all goes well in February next year. So starting that process pretty soon. So that's an exciting yeah. thing because oh, that's, that's on a proper Harrogate theatre stage and everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a pantomime, and this year will be my twentieth show. Oh. I've done one every year for twenty years with the Rip and Charity Pantomime Group. Oh, wow. And I've been different roles over the years. I've been the dame a few times. I've played comical. Va I did a, a, the baddie part in Aladdin a couple of years ago. The first time I was a baddie. And I've produced a number of those shows as well. So that's the uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to, getting back on the stage and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a question mark over the... There's one professional show I do every year, uh, Adventure Out in Durham. And last year, I played uh, the, the head elf. And uh, they commissioned me to sort of write and perform in a little musical show which we do sort of seven or eight times a day for the groups that come through and it was good fun last year um, we did 73 shows i think it was wow um but we'll have to see whether we can actually have all those people together in a 
theatre essentially yeah. this December to whether it happens this year or not. Mm. But yes, that's a good thing to do as well. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll end up doing any stand up this year because I feel like it'll probably. I'm, there might be some shows on at the end of the year, but I'll be a bit skeptical. Yeah, go, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet about going back to crowded areas. What, from a point of view of being scared of the virus? Or, yeah, like yeah. virus things, yeah. I mean, the general consensus is that people will be wary, even after lockdown, people yeah. will be wary about going to places. I don't think they will. I think some people will, and certainly people who are more vulnerable would be. Mm. Um, but I think largely people will just forget about it, because it's human nature to do that. Yeah. I mean, look at it now. You know, you open up a few bits and... You've got crowds out there, like the yeah. protests we've had and things. You know, people have gone, well, I'm not really that scared about the virus. This is more important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that when it does go away, it'll go away quite quickly from people's minds. Oh, that's true, yeah. Which, in a way, could be a bad thing. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. I think I'm going to avoid... people's minds and they stay careful. That's, you know... Mm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to avoid places for a bit, we, I think. As long as we stay alert, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll solve it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well. um, what, um, what have you been doing this weekend? Have you been up to anything? We've been, you've been well, doing bike rides, haven't you? A lot with the kids. Yeah, we discovered not far from our home here, um, a little wood, wooded area, and when you go inside it, there's all of a sudden it opens out inside the middle to this what I describe as like a natural skate park. So oh. people go on their bikes quite a bit and. When the kids first went up there, because some of these hills are pretty steep, even I was a bit scared to go down them on the bike. Oh, yeah. And at first they were sort of saying, I'm never going down those hills, no way. And then once they've built the confidence and gone down some of the other hills and ridden around a bit, they're now going down the big hills as well. Oh. And uh, it's amazing to see, you know. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm always a bit scared of like bumps on the... Yeah. Even just little bumps when I'm on a bike. But then some of the bigger kids come down and they'll start riding and they're flying through the air, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's pretty impressive to watch. I was like, yeah. well, kids, if you keep practising one day, you know, yeah. you could be doing that. Yeah. Oh, I'm but that's just, good fun. It sounds fun. I'm just rubbish with things like that. Um, I, I went horse riding for the first time last year and every if the horse moved its head like an inch, I'd be like, oh, God, what's it doing? <laughs> it's looking around. Cause I'm, I'm quite good with um, small smaller animals just not like horses and things i mean they are quite big horses you know yeah. it depends on i suppose the species or mm. which one you would choose to ride as such but i like um, them but they're a yeah. bit I don't, i'm just not a thrill well, seeker of course when you're up on one you're, you're suddenly quite high up yeah and higher than you'd expect it to feel and it is yeah, yeah. every little bump i was like oh my god it's gonna buckaroo <laughs> me i've only ever gone on a horse once and uh, not to brag or anything, but it was in Jamaica. And we went up a mountain. And then we went in the sea. And what? the horse swam beneath me. Yeah. What on earth? I know. That sounds amazing. Me. It yeah. was awesome. It was on our honeymoon, actually. Yeah. Wow, that sounds 2008. Good. Oh. Yeah. Wow, I bet that was weird. <laughs> it was the, awesome. When it was swimming. Yeah. yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, Gosh. they found me this massive horse because... I'm a fairly big guy anyway, so they were like, yeah, this horse can handle you. you know, he was galloping <laughs> galloping along and everything. I was like, this is brilliant. Oh, wow. Yeah, because um, I went on my my friend's hen do last year and I knew there was going to be horse riding. So I didn't want to be a chicken. So I was like, right, I'm going to have a lesson with um, 
somebody that I know and they took me out and um, I, was, I was terrified and then when it came to the actual horse riding I got this really fat horse that was really slow <laughs> it was absolutely fine but that was just along a beach in Wales which was really nice but the Jamaica sounds well, good well sensible to prepare yourself I suppose but yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought I don't want to be the miserable one sat out but yeah, I'm a bit Imagine, of a wind. Well, do you remember we had a staff outing? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, one winter. Yeah. And uh, we're all getting geared up to go on the Skyride thing, which yeah. it's like a 60, 70 foot high, whatever it is, in the in the building. And you go around on this, sort of these like logs that are dangling from the ceiling. And obviously you're strapped to the rail. But I was thinking, well, not that keen on heights, but... I'll be all right. And then I got up there and my legs turned to jelly. I mean, I just couldn't do it. I just, I just thought, no, I can't do this. Oh. If there was water underneath, I'd been fine. Yeah, and I, I remember you know. that because I've seen you with tarantulas, I've seen you with snakes, um, massive birds of prey, you've never been phased or anything. And then I just remember just about to get on this thing, turned around and you were absolutely pale and sweating. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, oh my and God, not... I've never seen him scared of anything. It's funny because I wouldn't, although I don't like heights, I know people who are far worse than me. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, I can go up a, a, a fairly high step ladder or... or um, I Back when I used to work um, in a high school and did all the technical stuff for the lights and the theatre lights, etc. I used to build this scaffold tower thing and used to... I remember when I first had to do it, I was a bit nervous um, and I had to build it with someone else. And, and it got to the point where I could pretty much erect it on my own because <laughs> I just oh, really? got so used to it. So I'm not terrible, but... I get to a certain height, and if I just don't feel confident enough yeah. for what I'm doing, then it kind of the fear starts, and it just seems to build up and it multiplies within me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Oh well, uh, at least. But no, it's the only thing I'm probably scared of. To be fair, is uh, is heights. Yeah. At least you don't really need to go at many heights, probably. No. So you'd be all right. <laughs> My birds are between. It's not coming down. Like you come down when you're ready. I ain't found <laughs> that thing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have you lost many birds before? Um, it's been quite a long time since we have we've had a couple of uh, accidents before, but uh, yeah. we've now got this really good telemetry that they wear, this GPS stuff. So now they can go wherever they like and we know where they are. Could land on a chimney yeah. in, I don't know, um, think of a random town, Newcastle, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I said, I know exactly where really? it is. Really? Wow. Yeah, and that, that helps. Cause I mean, had... most of the birds are they're so well trained, they're great, but the falcons, they, uh, they're as they're meant to, they fly higher and further away anyway, and sometimes I just get a bit confused. Oh, yeah. In the wrong direction, you know. <laughs> yeah, because you've had to go into people's gardens, haven't you? Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's happened a few times. You know, I knock on the door with my iPad in my hand. Hi there. Yeah. I didn't sell anything, but my bird sat in your tree. Honestly, yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know what? So. I, did you see any Spring Watch this year? No, I don't think so. There was this... Um, barn owl. Well, they didn't show it, but it was just they had a GPS tracker on it, like a wild one, mm. and it had gone from Scotland to. It had some chicks in Scotland and left the mail with them. Gone to Norway, had some more chicks, left the, left them with the mail, flown to Ireland, Cornwall, Norfolk, and then back to Norway where it it a storm hit and then it ended up dying just before it got back. <laughs> but crazy. I know I couldn't believe it, and then I googled like what how far do they usually go and it said in the winter they'll go about 20 miles radius to get food yeah in the summer one or two miles to get food but they're normally very territorial they're not yeah. known to be migratory i mean that's what i was thinking yeah but nature can surprise us sometimes yeah and you've got to have an open mind i think with nature 
Um, yeah, oh, definitely. It was very unusual. And to leave the chicks as well, I thought that was weird. Yeah. But that's literally, I can't, I've been thinking about that every day since I've seen it because I thought, I can't believe it flew to Norway, then Ireland, and then Cornwall. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but if that, if that barn owl was a husband, you know, what a sod. <laughs> <laughs> You've left me here with these babies, gone to Blooming Island, and it. Not happy. <laughs> yeah, but because it was the woman, it was like strong, independent woman. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you um, always. I love how they've all got different personalities as well. That's a good thing about working with animals, isn't it? And, yeah, it is. Oh, nice. Um, so when when I messaged you about this, I said if you've got any morale stories for people that might make people laugh or brighten the day, did you did you have any? Anything in particular that stood out? Well, nothing. Stood, no big kind of epic story, but lots of little bits and pieces, which, which we've mentioned some of them already, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah a few few mad ones. Um, one example uh, would be something that my mother used to do quite a lot of the time. My mum passed away about six years ago, motor neurone disease, but she was always a bit of a wacky woman, and mm-hmm. uh, especially when it came to being on the phone, <laughs> for some reason she could hear perfectly normally when you stood in front of her and talking but when she was on the phone she just for some reason couldn't understand what you were saying as if you were speaking <laughs> a foreign language um so that would drive me mad but what happened uh what, yeah, about um it's been 2010 roughly i had a a quinzy which is a sort of throat infection if you like usually you get it after tonsillitis yeah and i remember what happened was i was working and my voice sounded funny and, you know, like guys do, oh, I'll be right, carry on. <laughs> and it got worse and worse. And I remember I couldn't swallow food anymore because this lump in my throat was getting so big. Oh. So I ended up sipping just water and tea and such. And it got to the point in the evening where I couldn't even drink fluids. I couldn't get anything down at all. Oh, no. And I couldn't talk. I couldn't whisper by that point. So I remember saying to my wife, I'll, I'll go to the doctor in the morning. So I went to the doctors and they, she looked at my throat and she went, yeah, you need to go to the hospital now. Because... <laughs> These things kind of fill with the bacterial, you know, gunk, and they get bigger and bigger. And I was sort of saying to her in a whispery voice that yesterday morning I could talk, then I sounded weird, now I couldn't talk, couldn't swallow. And she could tell it was growing really, really quickly. And the risk is it grows so big and you can't even breathe. So I had to go to hospital. And what the hospital had to do was to um, go into my mouth with a needle, you know, and, and pierce the thing and then get the stuff out of it to shrink it down basically oh gosh now because i was then recovering and i couldn't talk i sent a text to my mum to say you know this is what i've had they had to use a needle in my throat to pull the stuff out etc etc anyway she messaged back with oh dear you know hope you get well soon etc anyway a few days later when i was recovered recovered quickly luckily it was fine i'm antibiotics and that i started to have I started to hear in the family unit some odd rumours. And these rumours were that I'd been to hospital, not because I had an infection, but because I had caused harm to myself in some kind of way or <laughs> something peculiar had gone on. So I had to ask around. And I think I asked one of my cousins. She said, well, yeah, well, why did you swallow needles? <laughs> I said, I didn't swallow needles. I, I, I realized, Suddenly I realised what it was. <laughs> My mum had read needle in the throat and she believed that to mean that I'd literally been swallowing needles. Um, which, and what's weirder is she was just like, 
oh well, hope you get better soon. <laughs> you know, not asking why I was doing that, how that came about. So, uh, yeah, she used to make us laugh quite a lot with some of this random stuff. <laughs> was she like, oh, that's so Ryan? She was definitely quite blasé about it anyway. So, (laughs) was she like that when you were growing up as well? Yeah, basically. (laughs) It's amazing the way I have turned out. Yeah, in some ways. (laughs) Uh, What about your dad? Was he funny with things? Uh, to a degree, yeah, Yeah. I suppose. He's still around, I see him now and then. Yeah, oh, that's good. Not too far away, he's in Ilkley, so. Yeah, Yeah. and you're in Ripon, aren't you? I'm in Ripon, yeah. For anyone that's wondering, any stalkers. I was going to say, if anyone wants to stalk him. (laughs) Yeah, I'll put his address in the uh, description. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, did you have any any other little bits and bobs? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not really. Any... I mean, it, like I think the best thing I can say, you know, from a point of view of cheering people up or whatever, yeah. is just that hopefully the last few months of lockdown has given people the chance to look at their lives or their career or whatever it might be and just reassess things a little bit. I know some people who are changing career completely. I know yeah. some people who are... I mean, the biggest thing I've got, of it, as I said, is just the time with the kids. And I thought, you know, oh, yeah. when I do go back to work, I've got to find a way of having more time off, some nice yeah. family time. And I've worked it out as well. So I'm oh, trying to have Sundays good. off, basically. I'm trying to have as many Sundays off as possible. Yeah, um, that's good. And, that, and that's a nice thing, you know. And I've improved my business a bit because I've had a chance to, because everything's been paused, able to improve on a few bits and pieces like that. Here's an idea I had, just to get your opinion on it. And it's something that other businesses could do as well. Yeah. You know, you go into like an office scenario somewhere. On the wall, they have pictures of people. Um, and like, it'll say, oh, here's the team. And they're just like sat smiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about when you walk in, they have the same thing, but the pictures are bigger. So you go in straight away and you've got these pictures. But here's a thought, just to be different. Instead of it just being like a smiley face, every single team <laughs> member's face is their orgasm face. <laughs> Do you think that would work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, there's Maureen. Um <laughs> that in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you going to do this with the with people you work for, work with? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Imagine that was signing up as a volunteer, look... just like just so yeah. you know, we do this thing. And it's... <laughs> There's no pressure, but just when you're ready. Imagine if I said that to you the first time. <laughs> you were only about how old were you? Like 18, 19 um, or something when I first met you? Maybe twenty? I don't know. You were yeah, young. something like that. Gosh. Gone you know, quick. Imagine, yeah, so we just need um, <laughs> for the insurance and things. We just need your name, address here, date of birth, um, orgasm face picture. You get some clothes to wear for the job. Like, sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> clothes to wear for the job. No, before that. Yeah. It sounds like something to do to apprentices on building sites, isn't it? Yeah, yes, I can imagine so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Oh, I thought you were um, going to say have a thing with all the out meet the owls. I wasn't expecting that. Well, the unexpected is often the best, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So, yeah, I know what you mean about um, spending more family time as well because it does make you think, gosh, you spend so much of your life working, you might as well do something you love and make sure you have quality time for people you love spending time with. Mm, yeah. No, and, the, and the kids have... I can tell they've enjoyed having me around more. They've definitely enjoyed it and getting involved with stuff so yeah uh, 
Yeah, I'm very oh, grateful. I mean, the, I'm not grateful the virus and the pandemic happened. Yeah. I feel really sorry for all the people who have oh, yeah. been ill, lost loved ones, etc. But yeah. just from our own personal little world here, um, we, we can sort of, you know, yeah. make some good of it in a sense. And um, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, that's all positive. you can do, isn't it, really? Look at the good things. Because yes. if you focus on the bad things, you just get yourself stressed. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I've always been quite an optimistic person. And yeah. I want to be continue that way because a lot of people get as they get older they become more pessimistic or something and I thought no I don't want to become that way I don't become cynical you know yeah I want to remain positive and remain optimistic and I also want to try to be better at not judging people not that I do go around judging people all the time I have a problem with it but just to be more understanding as understanding as I possibly can be and I think that's it I think in life if we can be understanding and optimistic yeah. Put those two things together and they're just to, to go in. Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Definitely. That's very profound. I like it. I know what you mean. Because, you've got, because you have so much time to think. Yeah. And it just makes... Yeah. Put everything sort of in perspective a bit more. Exactly, yes. Oh, that's really good. Very deep. I like it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go from orgasm face to that. I mean, gosh. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting It's from a me. mixed bag, this episode. Certainly yeah, is. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot. Well, that loon we had on, that loon, Ryan. Oh. <clears throat> well, thanks a lot for joining me for tea and a morale boost with you. No, it's all right. It's been great. Thank you for having me, <laughs> you know, part of it. No, it's good. Thank you. Enjoy your, um, your green tea. I will. Oh, you've Thank had it. You. We'll enjoy well, more I've green it tea. Now. Yeah. We now. Anything planned for the rest of the day? Well, I'm going to take the kids over to where we keep the birds because I can do a bit of a cleaning and feed while they play and uh, run yeah. around and whatnot and enjoy the woodland and oh, lovely. You know, enjoy outdoorness and such. Yeah. And then, uh, and that's a good yeah, um, back and, boost, uh, isn't it? Being outside and being It is, nature. yeah. It's good there because we're not away. We're away from other people and it's just a nice, quiet place for them to. Enjoy the the they've become quite accustomed to going there now. And oh, lovely! They've got their special wishing tree and they've oh. got their little different little hideouts and stuff. So yeah. So we'll we'll get all that done. Yes, and uh, but it's been lovely speaking to you. And you know, I look forward to you getting back to do some stand up. I saw you do uh, uh, a gig a while ago. And yeah, let me know when you're back on the oh, circuit. Oh, we'll do. Yeah, thank you. And hopefully, you know. I'll feel like I'll be rubbish now because I was getting in the swing of it a bit, and now I'm massive break i'm gonna be terrible but mm, i'm sure it'll come straight back to you <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and then i'll, I'll come and see the birds yes and if anybody's about museum gardens yes. in york you come and do that absolutely yep. and, and i won't charge you to hold them and fly them and stuff and likewise when you're doing your next gig at the o2 <laughs> i want tickets please yeah that <laughs> is my next them one on eBay. yeah yeah how is it yeah. <laughs> the, the apollo yeah, yeah. <laughs> going from nothing for months to just jumping into that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, thanks a lot. Have a nice uh, rest of your day. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you later. Take care, Bye. Molly. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to this week's Tea with the Morale Queen with me, Millie Armstrong Clark, who you can find on Instagram at Mill Comedy. You can find more about my guest Ryan's business by looking up Owl Adventures. He's on Facebook and you can find out all the events that are coming up. Unfortunately, not at the minute. But hopefully it won't be long before he's up and running and I would definitely recommend going to see a flying show. Definitely worth it. 
don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you tune in to the next episode of Tea with the Morale Queen. But for now, go stick the kettle on. Bye!